Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the podcast. I read it online somewhere. Your science questions answered. Hi, and welcome to episode 27 of I Read It Online Somewhere. We are here every couple of weeks to discuss what we have read online and answer your strange and wonderful science-based questions like, why is the Eiffel Tower bigger in the summer? I'm Amy, and I failed science at school, but luckily for me, I'm joined by two science teachers, Andrew. Hi. And Ross. (laughs) Hello, Andrew forgot who he was for a second. <laughs> sorry, well, there, there was no, because it just reads up. I'm sorry, I'm reading the script. You're not meant to read okay, it. Okay, right, well, I'll turn it off, and then I'll, like, just... Okay, I'll act to that bit just react. Our podcast is a look at some of the science stories we read online this week, and we tried to answer some of your questions. If you do want to get in touch with your questions, please email us at ireditos at gmail.com, or you can find us on any social media channel, um, even Bebo, because that's making a comeback. At I read it OS. Ad lib there. Well done. Bebo is back. Bebo is back. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Quite Quite exciting. Yeah. Well Um, done, Bebo. On your first intro, Amy. Thank you. Thank you. Just one hit wonder, you know. Um, But Bebo have already banned Trump. Already. They've said that they're not. They're not going to have him, and they're going to. They're not going to be a platform for hate. They're going to take on. They're gonna. T- it's weird that Bebo kind of sold itself or just disappeared when it was the boom of like social media stuff. Do you not think? I think it just got beat by Facebook. Didn't yeah, it? But I don't think it was big in America. I no, don't I don't think. think I don't America. think it was. But my, was MySpace not really big in America? Oh yeah, Tom. I I think that was huge, and then Facebook kind of took over from that. I think. Well, I think the the older generation went on Facebook, whereas none of the older generation went on Bebo. It was just for a, like five years worth of millennials. That's it. Yeah, I like. I was a big fan though. I was a but big anyway, fan of Bebo. I loved it. Sh- this week's sponsor is Bebo dot com. Coming back. Um, Bebo. Yeah. So do you know what I forgot in all my um, excitement of doing my first intro was Ross is doing the science fact this week. Science fact of the week. The science fact of the week. Science fact. So, funny story about the science fact of the week. Um, Science fact of the week. I googled Google science fact of the week. So, my science fact of the week was that the Eiffel Tower gets 15 (laughs) centimetres taller. No way. Yeah. Oh, no way. During the summer. And you just found out that that's what the question is. Yeah, that was the question. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, give us a a question, a fact at the top of your head then. Fact off the top of my head. Um, 
Or would you want us to give you a topic and see if you can answer it? Just yeah, say... just give me a, a random plant. Topic, see if I can cut. Oh, that's too vague plant. and boring. Yeah, give me something more specific. Sunflowers. Um... Killer whales. There's one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so my question. Uh, well, it's not a question. Killer whales are white on the bottom and black on top um, to camouflage themselves. So if you look down into the water, um, as they- a seagull. Yeah, as a seagull, uh, they look black. So you can't see them like in the water underneath you. And then if you're underneath them and you're looking up, they are white. Um, so they sort of blend in with the sky because you're looking up at the sky. I'm not being funny though. What what have they got to worry about? Killer, like look at their name, killer whales. Like who is fearing killer whales? I'll tell you who, who's fearing. What, what, no, what are killer whales fearing? Tell me, Andrew. Megalodons or big sharks. But... Did you sorry, know? Sorry, can we go back to Megalodon? All right, sorry. Well, uh, you Megalodon know if you've seen the film The Meg. Yeah, the Meg. Yeah, Jason Statham's it's real. Killer yeah, hit Megalodon's from last like year. a it's a prehistoric or a or, or a dinosaur. Oh, age so they're not around. Thing. They're not around anymore. But did you well, know what very one to shark, of the? Um, so did you know that an elk? It's either an elk or a reindeer. What one of their biggest predators is? Killer whales. Killer whales. Really? Mm-hmm. Because they can dive the elk or the deer, I can't remember which one it is, but they can dive down quite far in the water, far enough that orcas oh. are one of their main sort of um, predators. Predators? Yeah. Oh. It's really weird. Hello. Yeah. Nice, okay, interesting. Yeah, I've seen some sort of elk, or is it are elk the same as moose? I don't know. Are right. they separate thing? <laughs> are they a deer? Is it an elk? Is it a moose? Something with antlers. Got antlers. Yeah, yeah, but like a moose is very different to deer. Like mooses are massive, and then a deer is just like, "Hello, I'm a deer." Moose. I'm just going for a <laughs> moose. <laughs> um, okay, so and I'm setting homework for next week because now I'm in charge. Um, so Andrew, your homework next week is to come up with the science fact. Okay, cool. I can so do that. That's your homework. That's my homework. Just give homework. I'm just you guys get to give homework like every day. I don't. I'm excited. I mean, not every day. I, I hate homework. You're nice. Yeah, well, but you've not got homework, Ross. Don't worry. In biology, there's <laughs> not to, like, have to mark not, like it all. loads it's, of it's stuff good. to like. You can't learn loads of stuff in a day and then give them loads of homework. It's not like physics where it's just like maths. That's fair, actually. Um... Just practice these questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and moving on. Okay, so we're gonna do what we've read online this week, and we're gonna start with Andrew this week. So, guys, I wonder if you have heard of. Find a little indie film called Frozen. Familiar with it. I have watched it two hundred times this year. I mean, I don't know. It's I don't know quite how popular it is. However, um, one of the twentieth century's biggest unsolved mysteries has been solved because of Frozen. Oh, is oh. it to do with living snowmen? It isn't to do with living snowmen, but it is to do with snow. Is it to do, is it to do with Sven being an elk, a moose, or a deer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a quadruped of some kind, yeah. Is a reindeer just a deer? Sorry, that rain? was a missive um, pun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that was awful. I don't know what to say. That was awful. Well, so uh, um, I don't know if you guys have heard about oh the um, the <laughs> mystery of the. Spit of an expensive dit- taste. Is, uh, what? Oh, no. These are terrible. Oh, you've done it wrong again. So I need to tell terrible you about the time puns. we went out for a dinner with my parents and Amy ordered veal. Um, and she went, 
Well, this is oh, expensive, no. isn't it? Sorry. No, I said it's a bit dear, this. Oh, you well, mean yeah, a dear joke dear. about veal? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got confused between veal and venison. And I was like, oh, that's a bit dear. And your dad was like, yeah, it's so <laughs> pricey. And I was like, no, no, like, dear. He's like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. So I try and make that joke, joke a lot, but I've just completely made the wrong thing. So please ignore me. After that joke, did you need a wee calf? <laughs> 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 that's right <laughs> oh, very good very good <clears throat> so um right we need to move on come on <laughs> <laughs> ross now he's not hosting he's just thinking of all the puns but you see when you're hosting you just can't you don't, there's no time to think of this you're thinking of what's, what's coming next i know okay so um yeah so one of the 20th century's biggest unsolved mysteries uh might now have an answer and that is thanks to disney's frozen um so this is about the mystery of the um data of pass in russia um, so what happened was, or, or the, the, the story goes, that a group of friends went out um, sort of like a four-day sort of skiing type adventure, you know, cross-country skiing, um, and then they never reported back after a specific amount of time, and so then the rescuers went out to go find them, and what they discovered was they discovered that they are, all of their tents were still in one place, but they had all been ripped open from the inside and oh. all of the people had kind of went out naked and were kind of scattered around the place with broken bones and, and missing limbs and missing eyes and tongues. And like, oh, really weird. So no one could have thought, like, like um, there's loads of theories, but the theories don't necessarily match up with the science that's available at the time. So what they did was they... they kind of had been kind of going on for this for ages and it's about a 62 year old mystery um still not too sure what it was there there you know there was talk of monsters and yetis and abominable snowmen and all that sort of stuff um and then there, there was one theory of well someone said oh well it just sounds like a um uh uh what do you call that thing an avalanche and um but the but the avalanche is the best explanation for it to happen naturally uh, for them to crush bones, etc., right? But it doesn't make sense because avalanches don't happen where this place was. So where this place was, there wasn't the correct um, degrees of of um, what do you call that? Like angle. The slope. The, the like slope. The that was the slope, it. Yeah. So the slope wasn't the correct angle for an avalanche to happen. So that kind of got completely and utterly discounted. Then along came Frozen and their computer technology on how they make the snow land and how it all sort of builds up over time, etc. They use that to work out whether or not it could potentially have been an avalanche. And now what they think is, so when they were uh, pitching their tents, they would have to cut into the, the snow, right? So they have to like almost cut out a block and then they put their tents in there. What happened was that night that it, it happened, there was a massive snowstorm and it's built up uh, on top of the tents or just above the tents at uh, at an angle less than an avalanche would normally be caused but because they had dug out the snow they think that that's actually what caused a kind of natural avalanche to happen so like a like one at a lower angle and it slid off and that's what caused everybody to sort of be crushed and broken bones etc 
then because they were all then trying to get out the snow and people were trying to go back and get their friends they all had to cut themselves out of the uh, tents to get out and then unfortunately because they weren't dressed because they were just you know they were sleeping when it all happened um they unfortunately died of hypothermia and then eyes etc were all eaten by predators so so it's really yeah it's really interesting i mean it's pretty grisly but it's really interesting that they kind of worked out that this could potentially have happened because of the computer-generated powers of Frozen. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. Very good, Andrew. And Ross, will move over to you then. Okay. Your story. So, can you name a psychological trick and tactic that is used to make people buy more? Putting something at $9.99. Yes, good. On the list. Um, putting it near the checkout. On the list. Doing a three for two. Oh, I don't know if that's... Should be on the list, surely. Yeah, I would have said so. Boots Boots love that. That gets me every time. Um, Celebrity endorsement. No, I think it's more like the psychological 100% extra free. Something about mentioning something free. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. The the percentage off. Mm -hmm. Um... Just anything that feels like you're getting a good deal. Yeah, but also what, Doing so, what makes you feel like So I'll, I'll read a couple of the other things out. Um, so not just, so you mentioned um, doing stuff like instead of three do- uh, three pounds, do it as like £2.99. Mm-hmm. But it's actually a thing that if you price stuff with odd numbers, so it doesn't have to be like 99, if you mm-hmm. price something with an odd number, people are more likely to buy it. Ah, yes, seven ninety five. So like two pound fifty. Yeah. You do like two point forty seven for some reason. You never reason. really see it as an even number, do you? you no. Never see like nine ninety eight. Yeah, you're right. That, that is. is weird. I suppose because um, you're maybe things, just thinking like sorry. it's only a penny more. Yeah, maybe. Like to write like or, uh, so it's like odd numbers. Up. You you can't like work out exactly where it is. Like yeah, where, where is that? Is that is that two pound? Is that three pound? Like fair. Just trying to confuse you. Well, back to that. Um, that back back to maths. You know, if it's above five, then you just round up. So it's like true. Yeah, but if you panic someone with like a seven or a three, they're like, "Oh, which one's that?" Yeah. Is that up or down? Um. So, uh, other things uh, you've got. This this is the one that I find the most interesting. Is that uh, you should have a visual contrast between your sale price and your original price. So I find oh. out the best way to sell to sell something is to have your original price in bold, twice the size of your discounted price. So you'd have like yeah. fifty pound in bold, um, really big and obvious, and you put a really small line through it, and then you put your sale price like twenty five pounds, really small, and you make it red as well. Yeah, very sport, very sports direct. Um, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. I suppose there's a lot of psychology in in that, and you, you feel like you're you're almost like getting a steal. Like you feel like you're you're getting the project. You like it's like... a secret. You you shouldn't know. Yeah. It. Yeah. If you feel like you're getting a good deal, you like it. You like it. You do like it more. Yeah. Or if if you if it's like if you think it's about to sell out. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's another one here. Is yeah. So if you they'll say there's like there's twelve other people looking at this item in your box. Oh yeah. Oh, that is true. Yeah, oh, there's mm-hmm. there's three other people looking at this holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not that anyone's or, looking at holidays. Remember when Mario Kart came out for the Wii, and it was like everyone wanted it, but they just they just didn't have that many copies. But then the more that you couldn't get it, the more you wanted it. I reckon it's like the mm-hmm. PS5. I reckon there's a lot of people that aren't bothered about a PS5, but imagine if they go into Curry's and see that there's one there, they'd probably buy it. They could afford it. 
Yeah. But like, if they were, but if it was like a hundred PS5s, they're not going to be. You're that not bothered. bothered. Yeah. What's um, scarcity is cause it, it causes people to buy. <laughs> the the last one I thought was quite interesting. You see this used a lot of places. Is um, you have something that's like overpriced. Uh, so let's say you have got three options. You have the cheapest option you have a middle option and then you have a really expensive option mm. uh-huh. but really you want people to buy the middle option yeah and psychologically they will buy the middle option because they don't want they think they're getting a better value deal than paying for the cheaper one but they don't want to pay for the ridiculous do you know who does that one. cinemas with drinks yeah and popcorn mm-hmm. i've saw it's either seen this on a tv show or a podcast but that's what they do so they brought out the Basically, they want people to get a medium drink, but to make them feel like they're having a good deal, they brought out a large uh, one yeah. and um and a small one. So that yeah, so so once that, you're spending so you're three pound, what it is because it might be yeah. yeah, like three pound for the wee one, but it's five pound for the big one, and it's eight pound for the bigger one. Yeah, you would go, you would go for the five pound one because it's not uh, it's, yeah, it's just or even cheaper. Even McDonald's, you pay like 50p more and mm-hmm. you get a bigger drink and more chips. Yeah. yeah, usually the drink isn't actually bigger. There's all these uh, videos of people taking their like, large drinks, pouring it into a medium, and it still fits it's still the like same, in a medium yeah. drink. Ask for it without any ice. That's my tip. Mm, but you know, you're, um, you know the things on the... So we used to call them in... When I worked in Boots, we used to call it impulse buying. So impulse buys were things that you put right at the tills. And they're yeah. the, they're the th- it's the most common things that people pick up. So it's like tissues, toilet, um, tissues, chewing gum, uh, mints or sweets. You know they're not allowed to do chocolate anymore. So like boots and stuff like that would have loads of chocolate at mm-hmm. the. Mm-hmm. They're not you're not allowed to do that anymore. No. So sweet, like but, just... but mint sweets like minty sweet like type things gum. are fine. <laughs> chewing gum or like mints. Yeah, but you're not like going to binge on them, are you? I don't know. I quite like a soft mint spearmint flavor. Uh, and you just get you the, can't ri- eat a whole pack. the ridiculous magazines. They've got laxatives in them, you know that. I know they do. Do you remember Polo Holes? Yeah. Right. So I the remember ones that went it... blue. They had like blue sparkles. Yeah, the ones that had blue sparkles. No, or no, no, normal, no. Normal no. Polos. Polo, no, no, Polo Holes. So it was the holes of Polos. Oh, the oh. little ones. <laughs> yeah, like so it was like the and middle. And it came in it... a big O. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. 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 So, oh no, no, no. That was like mini Polos. They were amazing. Um, but like it was the holes of the pole. Welcome to our journey through ancient <laughs> so, British. No, wait, hold on. There's a point. There's a whole point. Um, one, there used to I've, be this I've thing called Weather's Originals. Shown my age. <laughs> they were my favourites. I love how rude. But like um, Ross has gone from not. Hosting. I know. <laughs> I'm right. loving it. But the the polo holes though. But they were they caused uh, they were diuretic. So they caused oh, you to pee horse. all the time. It's the oh, same really? with chewing gum. Chewing gums has diuretics in them. Wait, but do you know what my theory is in that because. You're chewing constantly, so you're getting um, amylase. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's right. Where are you going with this? Well, because I'm going. Where are you going with this? I don't know. I just wanted to say the amylase thing. You get loads. You get loads of saliva, so you pee more because when Harris is teething and he gets more saliva, he goes to the toilet a lot more. No. Are you sure? Yeah. I've read that online somewhere. So, <laughs> no. But do you know what? So this week, I also want to... We're going to do an ad break, guys. And here is okay. my ad break. All right, one division. <laughs> <So>, uh, <laughs> Welcome to the Nexus. So, uh, guys, my ad break this week is to promote um, a new app called uh, Cranky Uncle. And actually, Amy, your statement really brought it into focus as to what we could talk about. So... 
Cranky Uncle is this app which is where you are trying to work out where um whether or not a statement is either is is one of the flick uh components so it's either a fake expert so the information that you're getting it's all about science deniers so you're trying to work out where people might try and deny science or uh, yeah deny science so you've got um fake experts you have got uh cherry picking you've got conspiracy theories um you have got uh i'm trying to remember what the other one is uh, fake experts cherry picking conspiracy theories logical expert uh, sorry impossible expectations and logical fallacies so and so it's quite annoying me you said flick and then i've done it all right fine i'll go back and do it again <laughs> so fake expert so flick fake experts logical fallacies impossible expectations cherry picking and conspiracy theories so what it is is you go through and you try and work out whether or not something is one of these particular things so, yeah, so it's when you're like looking at a news story or is something. this one of your friends yeah. apps no 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 it's it's an app um, produced by uh the center for climate change communication at george mason university Oh, um, it's really it. cool. Like it's really cool. Ross is excited to tweet yeah. them. So yeah, do you wanna man. um do you wanna see what type of what this is? So give us an example. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a test. You, this could have been your red online. I know it was going to be Instead and then I thought, of just giving us a horror story. Oh, just go for the horror story because it's much more exciting. So um let's go with uh this one. Okay tell me which what what this is so climate scientists just do this to get rich off the government grants is that a cherry picking information is it a fake expert is it a logical fallacy or is it a conspiracy theory conspiracy ross i don't know what's a logical fallacy so a logical fallacy is where you jump to conclusions that don't make sense so like i have blue eyes therefore i am really good at quantum physics okay you got that, brown eyes <laughs> that's uh i got blue eyes but i'm not very good at quantum do you? physics yeah you do not have blue eyes you look very brown here that's because we're far away okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you're right it was it was a conspiracy theory <laughs> Um, hello, hello, hello. So you're like, so it's really cool. So climate models are imperfect, so they can't be trusted. Is that an impossible expectation? Cherry picking, a fake expert, or a logical fallacy? So climate models are imperfect, so they can't be trusted, says one person. So, so the expert picking. one. So the that fake expert. No. It's not a fake expert because fake experts are unqualified people presented as a source of credible information. So like Jilly McKeith, for example. Uh, okay. Donald I get you. Um, okay, I don't know then. Cherry picking. It's not cherry picking because that's where you're selecting information that confirms one position while ignoring everything else. So you've got impossible expectations or logical fallacies for the win. Impossible expectation. Impossible expectations is correct. Uh, so impossible expectations demanded unrealistic standards uh, of certainty before acting on the science. So Ross, you'll know about this because of uncertainties, the uncertainty yeah. principles in in physics. So guys, um, yeah, if you haven't downloaded it and you want to have an argument with some family members who are just throwing out some dodgy science, go and download Cranky Uncle from the App Store. 
Okay, and the last story is to me, and guys, it's not very exciting. It's nothing to do with, like, Ross's, like, Price is Right or Andrew's um, rated 18 film. <laughs> but I know you guys both suffer from these, so... Night Terrors. Migraine. No. Migraines. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So the headlines is, is, is exercise the key to preventing migraines? Oh, Working God. out just 2.5 <laughs> hours a week can slash your risk of painful headaches. So do you guys work out two and a half hours a week? No. Not currently, no. Not, not, too, not. Well, hold on, right. Golf, though. I, like, well, yeah, no, so I was about up. to say, right, so golf, like, we're out for, like, two, three hours. Sometimes with you, it's longer. And the way I play, like, going cr- cr- across the golf course in every direction, <laughs> I cover I, twice the distance. I just want to say I pretty much I, have to run compared to the people I'm playing I've with. got significantly better, so I am loving the game now. I totally understand why oh. people like it. Yeah, hope Tiger Woods feels better. Ross is playing today. I know for him because he's a listener, so, obviously. Yeah, he's got not, much, not much else to do, is he? If he's stuck Shout in hospital. Shout out to Tiger. Tiger, we um, love you. So they're saying to the, according to the NHS, they don't know why what causes um, migraine, but uh, like the exact cause. But it, they know that um, it's kind of basically a normal abnormal brain activity temporarily affecting nerve signals chemicals and blood vessels in the brain andrew this is the daily mail so is that correct uh it sounds like fake experts to me they they said that they've <laughs> come, they they have it's in orange and they said they've got it from the NHS but website having said that though like that sounds that does sound logical that that that, that is it is, it is. is the nhs yeah. website in fairness and yeah. i trust them now, do you guys have any kind of science behind why exercise might help? Uh, good blood flow? Ross? Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, just generally if you're, if you're doing lots of exercise, you're going to be fitter. So therefore, you're less likely to have your blood flow problems would be my... So it says here that exercise releases natural painkillers called endorphins. Oh, helps, yeah. Oh. Helps people sleep better and reduces stress. But if people with migraines are not exercising, they're not able to reap these benefits. Um, so they did a test on like four, four and a half thousand people, I think it was. Um, and bear with me. See, that's quite a lot of people. Hurts. Like the, when I first start having yeah. my migraine, and the last thing I want to do is like go for no, a run. No, you don't have to. The, it's like preventative. So yeah, but it's is. saying you, you release your endorphins. Like yeah, from but, the exercise. No, but so if you're continuously you do doing it, then you're not going to get it. Yeah, I think if you're not, it's not like when the it's coming on. I think it's when it like yeah, like a preventative sort of. If you're doing it every so often. Then yeah, even then, so if I don't exercise like on the day, I've got a so migraine. The reason they think this is because out of the four and a half thousand adults that get migraines, they worked out 73% of them um, got less than two and a half hours exercise a week, and that is the minimum amount recommended by the who? who? World Health Organization. <laughs> the World Health Organization. <laughs> so that's the minimum amount. Um, but no, I thought that, I thought that was interesting. Um, but that obviously, it's something you need to. Yeah, but it'd be interesting to see if there's other factors involved as well there. Like, because if you've got people that aren't exercising, you're probably more likely to be like overweight as well. So and maybe have caffeine and stuff yeah, like so, that. Yeah, so you're you're mm. you're making big assumptions by saying it's just because usually if usually all these things it's to do about the whole well, it's hard to pinpoint one thing in a lifestyle that's causing. A, a certain medical thing to happen yeah so so not exercising being overweight drinking lots of caffeine all these sort of things 
like they tend to go sort of hand in hand with yeah that is what true. people are doing yeah i suppose maybe it does sound as if it might be a logical maybe, fallacy <gasps> so maybe all, all the people that are <laughs> do you want to create buttons like they do on the last leg like you know they've got a <laughs> logical <button>. fallacy, <laughs> a logical fallacy. <laughs> red herring that's, that's one of the other ones Logical fallacy we'll split into loads of others. Very exciting. I know. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's a reasonable idea, but like it, it could be yeah something like caffeine, um, because I know like I w- I'm reasonably unhealthy, but I used to drink loads of caffeine, and that would give me loads of headaches. So I've had to like stop having caffeine. But then, but then, was it not about the exercise releasing endorphins will reduce it? Re- yeah. reduce reduce the effects of it so it's not saying it's going to stop them but it's saying that it might reduce the effects of them yeah it might not make them as bad or it yeah. might just make it seem like a normal headache but anyway i thought so, that was good migraines are bad when i get like one Mig- a year migraines one bad, bad one a year it's bad right i'm moving over to questions now from the public questions from the public public now spoiler alert you guys have heard one of them so and it was the one that ross tried to use as his fact um so why is the eiffel tower bigger in the summer that has kind of baffled me if that is true. But it must be something to do with heat. It is to do with heat, yeah. It is. Logical um, so it's... <laughs> let's, uh, let's go somewhere closer to home. Let's go to the fourth row bridge. Oh, hello. Have you ever driven across... We're going live to Jackie Bird at the fourth row bridge. Hello, Jackie. Hello. I'm here <laughs> at the fourth row Hi, bridge. Hi, Jackie. Are you at the, the old fourth row bridge that now just buses you? I and... am... Yes. Perfect. And what you'll notice is that each side of the bridge, there's a whole lot of stuff that look like teeth that are sort of meshing together. Yes, I see them. I thought they were for lowering the bridge. Are they not for lowering and raising the bridge? Um, no, they're not for lowering the bridge. Um, the the fourth row bridge actually expands about a meter. What? Um, about between a hot day and a cold day. And you, as you go over the old fourth bridge, you'll hear do 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 do. Is that I... not the cat's eyes? No. I remember the, the doos. I quite like oh, the doo doos. Do you guys remember when you had to pay to go over? Yeah, 50p. And then it was a pound. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. but it got you there and back. It but did. then they took it away because they, they paid off the bridge. You know, it used to be £5 to cross the Sky Bridge. Jesus. I know. They should be paying you to come <laughs> in. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be spending far too much a week. What's that about? <laughs> you'd, get a, you'd get a mate's rate, surely. I might um, just leave my car on the other side. So those expansion, those are expansion joints that expand and contract depending on the heat. So does the Eiffel Tower have that? Uh, well, the whole Eiffel Tower is made of metal. So metal basically expands a little bit more than something like cement. Um, so it, it will, as the metal's heated up, it expands. So wait a minute, in like, when was the Fourth Row Bridge built? 50s? Early yeah. 50s? 60s. So they, they knew that science then, like, oh, we're going to have to have, like, it's an extender. Yeah. With anyone seen that's from an Alan Bridges Partridge. before were collapsing. Well, I, th- I think really, that, yeah, but I'm quite sure. But metal expanding is quite a quite a, a ancient fact. I think. Yeah. Why, why does the fourth? Why does the Eiffel Tower? Sorry, need to expand it. It doesn't need to. It just does. the The metal just expands. But they're not like hotter. bothered about it too much. No. So I think the Eiffel Tower is made of all mostly the same thing. So it'll all expand at the same rate. Oh. So it's not going to be an issue. Whereas what about something the like the bridge. Crossing? That's made of cement and metal, so it's made of different stuff that can become an issue and cause it to crack mm. and fall apart. But what about the Queensferry Crossing? I'm sure it has yeah. some sort of smart design. It, I'm in sure it as well. it'll expand. 
Yeah. Yeah, but they can't. Yeah, <coughs> but not when it's, there's ice. They but said then, that they'd never close this bridge, <coughs> and then it got icy, and they closed it. Ah, but that was, ice, was that not ice on the top that was falling? Ice down? was falling. Yeah, but this has happened yeah. a couple of times now, because the fourth road bridge was like closed a lot throughout winter. Um, closed after you had some beans at Christmas Day. What? It was windy. Oh. <laughs> That's a terrible joke. That was terrible, yeah. We'll cut that later. <laughs> okay, so interesting. So that was our first question. Next question, um, bit biology, but I know Ross oh. likes this topic. Sounds really weird. Um, can Killer cats... whales again? <laughs> no. Is animals though. Can cats and dogs breed? And if not, why not? Ooh, nice. Well. Andrew, take us home. So, you may not remember of the experiments in the 90s. Uh, there was a particular experiment called Cat Dog. Um, I've was, seen the cartoon. It was an absolutely fantastic cartoon to really get the public <laughs> behind the idea. And, uh, you know, ultimately, though, it was a disaster. Um, no, uh, cats and dogs can. <laughs> cats and dogs can't. Um, is it just because they don't have the same let, genetic makeup? Let me explain. Yeah, yeah, that is exactly the reason. No worries. I've definitely asked Ross this question before. All right. <laughs> so, but it's not. Um, so it's not that they're not able to do it. So cats and dogs can, they can do the nasty, but they can't produce any offspring at all. Now, the reason they can't produce any offspring at all is because the number of chromosomes don't match up. So the number of chromosomes uh. found in a dog are not the same number of chromosomes found in a cat, and therefore. When the zygote is formed, so two things that fertilize the egg cell that become the, the mm-hmm. zygote, um, the number doesn't match up and therefore it can't produce it. But it does so happen it, sometimes, you know. Question for you. Amy's going to ask a question. I was, yeah, me and Ross were both biting there to ask mm. a question. Is there any, like, strange combination of animals that could breed? Not like a liger, like something more extreme. What, like a centaur, centaur or something? No, just like two animals that do have the same chromosomes that could actually, they could match up, but like really random, well, like a most, fish and a bird. No, it's going to be things that are similar. So it'll be most like big cats. Most of them can do it. What could we yeah. do with a chimp, but, chimpanzee? But, but like lions and tigers, they can do it, but the offspring is infertile. So they yeah, can't. Really? Yeah. So they, 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 a liger or a tylon, regardless of which, or which version it is, they, um, they can't. They, they then themselves can't go on to make more of them because, because about... they're completely different. And the same with, like, what, ass? That's a, uh, an ass is a horse and a donkey. A horse and a donkey. You and can a, have a donkey or a mule. As a broar, a mule is just a... That's a donkey and a horse, like the other way around. Yeah. And then a uh, zebror is a zebra and a horse. You can have a donkey as well. What about us with chimps? Uh, no. So we're probably too far away. However, yeah. us with some of our closest relatives, like Neanderthals, for example, we could. Are they the ones that are on their kind of like knuckles? Yeah, crawling. Yeah, quite hairy. I think probably a bit more advanced than that. Crawling. I think they were no, they were bipeds, so they were walking. Jake, are we completely evolved then? No. Well, not co- not what what like to finish completion. Yeah. No, no, nothing no. is no. ever completely evolved. Oh, really? No, we're constantly evolving. I mean, because we're still we're devolving now, Andrew. We're still we're well, we're still trying to we're still having we still have remnants of things from our previous evolutions. So some people have them. They have that you know that I don't know if you've seen that. If you put your thumb and your pinky together, and then Mm. tilt your hand sort of as if you're like salt being, right? If you get a a, if there's a 
line that appears, I've got appears a line. going down. You have a, <gasps> look you, at that. You have a muscle. Okay, that? yeah. So you have the muscle, right? That is uh, allows for better gripping. Oh my god, I'm so chuffed. Um, but that actually means that you haven't evolved it out. Oh, yeah. I'm is that good so, or bad then? Yeah. Look, I've got both of them. You're a monkey. <laughs> so you're 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 air quotes less evolved because <laughs> you've not evolved good? it out. What else can I check? Uh, so the other one, there's a cut. Sometimes you can get holes in the back, in, near the back of the ears. Which got Harris has got one. Um, so that like fish gill type things. Yeah. So my sister has one, and so does mm-hmm. Harris. It's the first thing, one of the first things I noticed when he was born. I was like, oh, he's got. It looks like he's got his ear pierced. My sister can get an earring through her one. Wait, wait. It goes into the back here. It does not goes. It doesn't oh, go no, through the she's ear. Got one. Oh no, where sorry. She, it goes she... here. It's here. It's here. It's at yeah. the top of the yeah. ear. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, she can get an wow. earring through. Wow, that's know. weird. I'm really chuffed about this. Yeah. Gonna so ask, that that I'm that means ask my so that and that can then be normally that can if it's there sometimes it. it can be removed and it can be used Ooh, to replace it. it replace the tendon. Is it a muscle or a bone? Tendon. She's in. And Ross doesn't have it, and you don't have it. I don't have it. No. We're Ross, m- you do kind of have it. No, like nothing like your ginormous thing. Yeah, it, it, it's out. very it's very defined. Oh, mine is like hi how are yeah. you so that, you know that means I... you're you're unfortunately you haven't evolved to lose that because there's no need for it anymore. i don't i don't want to lose it no i'm gripping everything well you can't lose See it me. now because you've you've got it so but, so does it mean it might or might not have passed down to harris i uh, might i'm gonna te- i'm gonna have so a look there's at that tomorrow. there's no way there's no way to tell for definite until you look so okay, go, go, go wake him up right now <laughs> right <laughs> find this out I want to see if you can grip um... oh yeah so cool. yeah because surely we, we, we might find animals that do have the right chromosomes that Matt so well, if so... they had the right so let's say you had a a crocodile and a dog they both had the right chromosomes. Yeah, so it's not. It's is not that just... the only thing limiting it, or is it other things as well? I mean, like, there's, obviously, there's you, they're probably not going to have like. So yeah. yeah, so so there's mechanics limiting things, but it doesn't mean it can't happen. Um, but that's where we get into, uh, designing and manipulating. But because I want a crocodile. I mean, one. you can you can move specific characteristics into other animals. That's just genetic engineering. So they, they've got Park. these things called like uh, spider goats. That produce. Oh yeah, that produce, so the, they produce protein the protein in their milk. In the protein yeah. in the milk, yeah. Or Sorry, you've got. What? Yeah, you've got these goats that produce spider silk protein in their milk, and then it, they can use they can pull out spider silk that. from it. Yeah, and then that spider silk can be used in medical operations, etc. So when I I thought they did that, I thought they just put their hand in and pulled out the silk. Suppose there's a lot of processing yeah, that goes in before you get the silk. So you milk it just like normal, and it it's it's like normal milk <clears throat> from a goat, except you then uh pull out the 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 fibers from it it's a bit like um or you know knockout mice or uh which is where genes have been turned off specifically for things to happen or you get glow in oh, the, like dark the ones animals. that glow in the dark yeah okay yeah so they're they're different they're you've added in a green fluorescent protein for them but yeah. um yeah but i mean you know there's loads of of animals out there that potentially we don't know or potentially we need more information and you know, if you happen to know any more about these animals, then please feel free to uh, drop us a link uh, to iReditOS at gmail dot com, um, or you can drop us a link on any of our social medias. We're at iReditOS uh, pretty much on all social medias, 
and uh, we will see you in our next episode. Thanks, guys. Tell us your favourite Animal Crossovers. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Shark, uh, what's it? Shark de Poos. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.